Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. All right. Okay, Ezra Hashem, today in Masechah Shabbos, we're going to learn Gimel Amud Aleph, 3a. We'll start the bottom of Beis Amud Beis at the two dots. Amr of Masna Abaye. We're going to have two sections today. The first, the Gemara will analyze the two which is four statement of our Mishnah, which implies there's eight cases in the Mishnah. And the Gemara is going to challenge this and say there should be 12, there should be 16. And then we'll discuss exactly why it's eight. And we'll discuss why if each one's doing half the Malacha, there's a Petur. The second section we'll discuss is the distinction between a person's body moving and his hand moving. Very interesting Shiloh we'll get to at the end of the day today. But before we begin, let's just remember in our Mishnah the layout that we had. We had two sections of the Mishnah. We had the Reisha, which discussed the Yisuri Dairaisa of uh, carrying. And then we had the Seifa, which was the Yisurim Drabanan. Now, we said in the Reisha of the Mishnah, there's Shtaim Shehen Arba Bifnim and Shtaim Shehen Arba Mibachutz. Which another way of saying that is, there's two, the way we explained, Yisurim Dairaisa. There's another two Yisurim Drabanan. For each, the Balabayas and the uh, and Ani, thank you. And therefore, if each one has four Isurim, there should be a total of eight Isurim in the Mishnah. The problem with that is, as the Gemara of Masna is going to lay out to us, is that in the Seifa of the Mishnah, the cases that are Pataravalasar, that are Asimir Rabbanan, because one person didn't do both the Akira and the Anacha, as we set out, we said in the Mishnah, really, both of them are doing something that's Asir. Let's just illustrate. In a scenario where the Balabayas picks something up, the Ani stretches his hand into the Rishasa Yachid. Balabayas puts it in the Ani's hand. Ani takes it out and puts it down. Balabayas did the Akira and Rishasa Yachid. Uh, Ani did the Hanacha and Rishasa Rabim. And we said they're both doing something that's Asr Medir Abanam. They are both Pater. That is the Halacha. But the Kasha the Gemara Mas is going to say is, our Mishnah says, arba, which means each of them has four Isurim, which is a total of eight Isurim in the Mishnah. The problem is it should really be shisha, to which are six, which is a total of 12 Isurim, because in the Seifa of the Mishnah we had four cases, and each of them is doing a Davar Ha'asur in the Seifa, half of the, either the Akira or the Hanacha, which means you have four Isurim Dairaisa in the Reisha, and then you have four cases of Isur Drabanan in the Seifa, which is a total of eight more Isurim as each party is doing an Isidra Abanan, which means it should really be 12 Isurim in the Mishnah. So it should really say, So why does it say Arba, which implies there's eight Isurim, really it should be 12 Isurim in the Mishnah. This is the Kasha of Rav Masna. So let's see that inside. Amalir Rav Masna Labaye. It's the third, three, three lines in the bottom of Beis and Beis. Rav Masna says Tabaye. Hatamni Havin, is this really eight cases of Isser in the Mishnah? Tartis Havin, really it should be twelve, as we explained, because the Seifa shouldn't be four more Isurim, it should actually be eight more Isurim, because again, both the person doing the Akira and the other fellow doing the Anach are doing an Isser, and there's four more cases. That's eight more Isurim. 
Abayi turns back to Rav Mast and he says, but the way that you're understanding, maybe the Mishnah should really have said 16. Now why should the Mishnah say 16? Because in the Resha of the Mishnah, where one person did the Akira and the Hanacha, and the other person was a passive party, we also said Pater over there. So maybe we should also include the passive party of the Resha in the number of cases, says Abayi to Rav Masna. And then it comes out that there's eight cases in the Reisha and eight cases in the Seifa for a total of 16. So Amr Lir Masna says back, that's not a kasha. Halei kasha. That's not difficult on what I'm asking. Because Bishlama, turning to Gimel Aleph, Rebaba de Reisha, the first grouping of cases in the Mishnah, the Reisha, Pater Umuter, where one person does both the Akira and the Hanacha, he's Chayav Midairaisa. What he's doing is a Nisr Dairaisa. The passive party who's just standing there, let's just illustrate again. Ani picks it up in Rosh Rabim, puts his hand into Rosh Yachid, and puts it in the hands of the Balabayas. Balabayas is passive. He's not doing anything usr at all. Actually, as Rashi said, it's Mutar Lechatchilo what he's doing. So, Pater Umutar. Therefore, it's completely Mutar. So, Lokatani, that's not included in the number. El Ababa de Seifa. But in the end of the Mishnah, the four more cases we have where each one's doing a part that's Asr, the Pater Aval Asr, those are Pater, it's true, they're not Chayav Midai Raisa, but it is Asr Midai Banan, Sakashia, says Rav Masna, comes out that there's eight more Isurim in the Seifa, why isn't that included in the number? We addressed this when we learned the Mishnah, but the Gemara now is speaking this out. Now the Gemara turns back to Rav Masna, and the Gemara says to Rav Masna, wait a second. What you're saying, Pshat in the Mishnah, is in the Resha of the Mishnah, where one fellow does both Akira and Hanacha, and there's a passive party, it's Pater Umutar, meaning the passive party is, is the way Rashi said it before, is Mutar Lechatchile. He's not doing anything wrong at all. Not Dairaisa, not Drabanan. The problem is, we have a Memra of Shmuel who says, it's a very, he says a very uh, interesting statement, which is, in all of Shabbos, Maseches Shabbos, Hilchas Shabbos, there's three scenarios of Pater Umutar. And these are not those scenarios. So the kasha is going to be, why are these not included if Taket's Pater Umutar? Now what are these three scenarios? They're very interesting cases. Asks the Gemara, Mika Bekule Shabbos Pater Umutar? Are there other cases in Hilchas Shabbos, Maseches Shabbos, Pater Umutar, means Mutar Lechatchila? The problem is, V'ha'amar Shmuel, but Shmuel says, Kol Pituri de Shabbos, wherever we discuss exemptions in Hilchas Shabbos, or Pater, it means Pater, Aval Asr. Usually Pater in Hilchas Shabbos, in Mesecha Shabbos means, your Pater midaraisa, but it's Asr midarabonon. Bar Mehanitlas, besides the following three cases, the Pater Umutar, which are Pater and Mutar. Now what are those three cases? They are, let's read them and then I'll explain as we go. I'll explain at the end. Tzedas Tzvi, trapping a deer, Betzedas Nochash, trapping a snake, Umapis Morsa, and lancing a boil. Now, we know in Hilchas Shabbos, what I just said, if it was taken at face value, they'd actually be Asrami Dairaisa. So the Gemara on Kuf Zayin goes through exactly what is the scenario of each of these that's Pater Umutter. Means not only you're not Chayv Midairaisa, but it's Mutter Midrabanan as well. I'll just tell you briefly what those are. So, but Shmuel, these are the cases of Pater Umutter. Tzidas Tzvi, trapping a deer, is a specific case. So there's a deer inside of a room, and there's an opening of the door. Now to go and stand at that opening is an Isser of tra- entrapment. That would be Asr on Shabbos. But if somebody is already standing in the doorway, and you, no, on Shabbos, and you went and stood behind him, behind 
behind him. So the first fellow did the Isser of Tzad, of trapping. The second fellow is just standing there. Even if, even if the first fellow would walk away, the second fellow is still not. It's Pater Mutter. Now, why? Because he didn't do the malacha of entrapment. He didn't do the malacha of Tzad. He didn't trap that deer in the room. That's Pater Mutter, Zakshmol. Okay? Case number two. Tziras Nachash. What is trapping a snake? Now, again, to outright trap an animal is Asr. So, again, this has to be, as the Gemara there explains, it's a scenario where really it's not melacha tzricha legufa, that you're doing it for the melacha, because the av melacha, the iser da'iraisa of entrapment, would be where you're trapping the animal for the usage of that animal. You want that animal. Here, you have a snake that's going to potentially bite somebody. Now, it's not where it's biting somebody that's going to chas v'shalom cause pikuach uh, nefesh, because then you're mechal shabbos legamri, there's no question. We're talking about where it would bite and, and cause harm, but not, it's not going to cause pikuach nefesh. Nonetheless, you're not trapping it because you want the animal. You're trapping it to get rid of it from this room. You, you, you want to get rid of it. So it's not the av melacha of entrapment. It still would be asrami derabbanan, other than the fact that it's causing tsar. Since it's causing tsar, it even removes the asr derabbanan of entrapment, and that's also going to be mutter. So it uses the sheet of Rabbi Shimon, well, melacha legufa is mutter in midai raisa. And it also, based on the fact that it's tsar, it's causing people suffering, you're also allowed. That's patra mutter. And the third case, mapis morsa. So this is a fascinating case. Mapis morsa. Back, back, back to the first thing with guys standing there. Are you allowed to untrap an animal on Shabbos? What does that mean? You see, you see a, 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 a deer is trapped in a trap. Do you untrap it on Shabbos? I don't see what the malacha there would be. I'm not sure why that would but be an issue. In the second case, when the guy moves away, you move away. Oh, 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 it's interesting. I, I don't see what the malacha should be okay, in that right. regard. I don't see. It's the opposite, right? Mapis morsa, lancing a boil. So you have a boil, and now look. If your kavana, you have a boil and it's bothering you. Okay, because there's pus in there and it's bothering you. Now, technically, to make a hole in that boil should be an iser of boime. This is a fascinating malacha. Why is it building? Building. Why is it building? If your intent is to make a hole that should remain open so that the boil dries up, so that's like building something on Shabbos, and that would be asami dairaisa. But since, in this case, that we're specifically talking about mapis morsa, you just want the pus to go out to relieve the pressure that's bothering you. If it closes up the next minute, you don't care. That's not your point. You don't, need, open, you don't care either. You don't need, right, you don't need that hole to stay open. You just want to relieve the pressure that the pus comes out now. So therefore, again, it's malacha she'enasricha legufa. And since it's tsar for you, that's pater umutr. But zok shmuel, these are the three cases in Helcha Shabbos of pater umutr. The way you're understanding the ratio of the Mishnah is that there's, mo- there's more cases, which are cases where one person does the Akira and Anach and the passive party is Patur Mutter. So the Gemara answer is not a Kasha. Shmuel is a different category. Shmuel's Chiddush was Maisa, where there's something that's completely permissible, where you're doing a proactive action. That's the Chiddush of Shmuel. Usually if you're doing some sort of an action, at least it's Asr Mir His Chiddush is, despite the action, it's still Patur Mutter. But Petur Deloka Avid Maisa Ikatuva. But there's many examples where you're passive and not doing an action, that's Patur Mutter, hence our Mishnah isn't, uh, isn't uh, difficult in face of Shmuel. 
But the Gemara says, Nonetheless, you're still back to the Kasha of Rav Masna. Based on the fact that the Seifa has four cases, and each of them is doing an Isser in those cases, one's doing Akira, the other's doing the Anacha, there should be 80 Surim in the Mishnah. So why does it say in our, sorry, 12 Surim in the Mishnah? So why does our Mishnah say two which is four? It should really say two which is six. So the Gemara answers, not a Kasha. I actually spoke this out. Rashi and the Mishnah addressed this. The number two, which is four, which is mashma, there's 80 surim in the Mishnah, is only incorporating the isurim that could potentially lead now to the Isr Dairaisa and requiring a chatas. But the loy asi behuli of chatas, those actions that cannot possibly lead now to a chiyuv chatas, like hachashiv, were not included. So let's speak that out. In the Seifa of the Mishnah, we had four cases. It's only the fellow who's doing the akira who could potentially result now in an iser dairaisa. The fellow is doing the hanacha after receiving it from the oiker, from the person who did the akira. He can't do the akira because it's already been done. He is doing the hanacha now. So included in the number is only those that are starting off the mice that could potentially lead to an Esther Dairaisa. The fellow who did the hanacha, it is Asr, which is also a gezerah because maybe in the future you'll do an akira and hanacha. But in regards to this maisa, they're not included in that number. That's why it says two which are four and not two which are six. Asks the Gemara the question that we've been wondering, which is, what's the Maisa the Pshat in this? We're saying that if one person does an Akira and the Hanacha, you're Chayav Midai Raisa. But if one person does the Akira and the other does the Hanacha, you're not Chayav Midai Raisa. But at the end of the day, there's been an Akira and Hanacha that are done. So why is it that when one does the Akira and one does the Hanacha, despite the fact that, that the entire process has been accomplished, you're not Chayav Midai Raisa? What's the Maisa the difference? As the Gemara Shnei and Peturin, they're both exempt in the Seifa. But the problem is, The Malach has been constructed, it's been accomplished between the both of them. So why are you not Chayav Midai Raisa? So Tanya Rebbe, Oymer Rebbe answered, he said in the Brai says follows. Pasuk tells us in Parshas Vayikra, when it talks about the Chiv of a Karban Chatas, it says, from the people of the land, means people, when are you Chayav Chatas? When you do it. Now, the way we're going to understand Ba'asa is Asa Oisa. He has to do the whole thing by himself. Ha'oisa is kula, you're only chayav the chatas, you're only over dairaisa if you do the entire action. Ve'loya oisa is mikzasa, but not if you do part of it. And therefore, yachid va'asa oisa, if one person does the entire iser, the akira, the hanacha, for example, chayav, he's chayav in dairaisa. But shnayim va'asa oisa, if two people engage in doing that, p'tzur, and they're exempt because each one did only half. It's marnami, and it was also stated, Amr Abhiya Bargamda, that Abhiya Bargamda backed this up. He said, Nizrakami pi chabura, from the mouth of the Chabur, this psak was, was, was literally means thrown out, but I meaning it was, it was uh, dictated. Va'amru, and they said, saw the verse Ba'asaysa teaches us, Yachid Chayev, if one person does the entire Melacha, you're Chayev, Shnaim but if two people did it together in tandem, you're going to be Patr because you didn't do the entirety of the action. Let's move on now to the second section, and this is a fascinating Shiloh. Let's remember in the Seifa of the Mishnah, one of the cases of Isser Drabanan was where the Ani stretches his hand into the Rishos Hayachid, okay? Into the Rishos Hayachid. The Balabayas picks up a piece of bread and he puts it in the hand of the Ani, and then the Ani removes his hand and puts it down in Rishos Harabim. So the Balabayas did the Akira. He put the item How in. How do you find a cure? That's weird. I mean, a cure can't, can't it be fine? Ani's really doing a cure. He's 
No, no, the Balabite picked up so the bread. So, so probably what you're touching on is a little bit gets into what we're about to discuss. The Balabais did the Akira. He put it in the hands of the Ani, right, okay. as opposed to the Ani taking it from his hand. I want to be clear oh, okay, about that. Okay, okay. The Ani takes it from his hand. He's doing the Akira. The Balabais put it in the Ani's hand. The Ani retrieved his hand to the public domain, put it down. He did the Hanacha. They're both Pater, Pater Avalaster. Now, the Gemara asks a fascinating Shaila. Listen to what we just passed in terms of that case. Explain to me what the difference is between that versus I'm standing inside through Clonimus and it's Shabbos. Clonimus takes a slice of pizza. He puts it in my pocket. He put a slice of pizza in my pocket, and then I walk outside. You're in Rishisa Yachid. Okay. We're both in Rishisa together. You put a slice of pizza in my pocket, and then I walk outside. Now, who did the Akira, L'chaira? Who did the Akira? Yeah, the you. Right, right. Who did the Hanacha? I go outside, I put it down. So, L'chaira, you'd say that you did the Akira, I walked outside, did the Hanacha, we should both be Pater. But that's not the Halacha. I'm Chayef. But what's the difference? Why is it that when my hand stretches in, you put it in my hand and I take it out, you did the Akira, I did the Hanacha, we're both Pater. Whereas, when you put it in my pocket, in Rishos HaYachet, and I walk outside in Shabbos, I'm Chayef because I did Akira and Hanacha. What's the difference? So Rav's going to ask Rebbe this Shaila, and that is based on the Psak that I told you before, where the Ani stretches his hand in. Let's read that inside. Boy mine Rav me Rebbe. Rav asks Rebbe the following question. Shaila, mashkin. I was standing in the Rishos HaYachet, or Klonimus, put on me, literally he's loaded on me, he put on me, food and drink. It's just an example. Something to carry. And then, I walked outside. I put it down. What's the halacha in this case? Now, Rebbe understood Rav's shaila was coming from the case of our Mishnah that implies they're both doing a separate action and it should be putter. So do we say, it's a very interesting shaila, akiras gufo, akiras mimkomo dami. Do we say, lifting my body from the Rosh Hashayachid to the Rosh Hashayachid, that's like moving an object from private to public domain, and I've done the Akira. Um, so I should be Chayef. Odilmar, perhaps low. Or do we say no? Moving the body is not like moving an object and lifting an object off the ground. He moved the object. I just did the Hanocha outside, and I should be Patr. So Rebbe responded, Omar Le Rebbe said back to Rav, Chayef, the person who walked outside is Chayev. You cannot compare the item that's on his body to the item put in his hand. What's the difference? My time, what's the reason? That says Rebbe. Because it's a very interesting Sfara. Gufo Nayef. The body is resting on the ground. So therefore, since the body is stationary on the ground, it's stationary in Rosh Hayachid. When I start walking outside, that constitutes an Akira that I've now moved that item when I walk outside. In your hand? Yadolo But my hand is not resting on the ground in Rosh Hayachid. I'm outside. My hand's stretched inside. Since my hand's not resting on the ground, you can't say that I did an Akira and I took my hand back out. So therefore, says Rebbe, when you put it on me, and I'm stationary, that's a very important point, and then I pick up from the stationary position, and I walk, now I've been oker my body, now I created an akira by moving, and therefore I did the akira, I did the anoch outside, I'm chayef. That was Rebbe's chiddush. So there's a distinction. Turn to Gimel and Beis. Now, Rebbe Chia, Rebbe Chia was the middle generation. Rabbi Chia was the Rebbe of Rav. He was actually the uncle of Rav as well. And he was the Talmud of Rebbe. 
And Rabbi Chia was watching this conversation between Rav and Rebbe. Uh, Grant, actually, the Gemara in Sanhedrin tells us, I just learned it, that Rebbe gave Rav smicha, and Rabbi Chia was the one who asked Rebbe to give Rav smicha. So Rebbe, Rabbi Chia, Rav, that's the generations here. So Rabbi Chia was observing, and he, got, he gave Rav a little bit of musr. Omer the Rabbi Chia the Rav, Rabbi Chia said to Rav, Bar Pachti, Bar Pachti is an expression of praise. Ben Gedolim says Rashi, you're the son of great ones, means you're a great, you're great Rav. Rav was a tremendous uh, Chacham. So he said, the son of great ones, Rabbi Chia said to his Talmud, Rav, have I not told you, that if the Rebbe is learning one Mesechta, one topic, you shouldn't ask him questions on a different Mesechta. Why? Because maybe he doesn't know the answer necessarily. Because if not for the fact that Rabbi Nasi was such a great person and he's holding in all of Torah, you might have embarrassed him. Why? Because maybe he would have answered you something that's not a good answer. So therefore, didn't I tell you that I guess Ravichia had observed that Rebbe was learning Hilchas uh, Nida and Rav comes over and asks him the Shaila in Hilchas Shabbos. I had told you not to do this. Hashtamias, Rabbi Chia said, practically now, Shapir Mishani Lecha. Rebbe still told you the right answer. Why? The Tanya, because the Brisa backs him up. The Brisa says, Hayataun Eichlin Umashkin. It's interesting. Who compiled Brisa? It's Rabbi Chia, right? I think it might. Was it Rabbi Chia? I have to check into that, but that would be interesting if he was the one who did, because he's using his Brisa to back up Rebbe. I have to check that out. Kavinaki was Rebbe Lezab and Yaakov, I think. I don't I think Kavinaki, I think. Titania, the Brisa teaches, the Brisa is a different case, but it's the same pra- practical principle. If you have a person, he's standing in the private domain on Friday, and it's about to be Shabbos, and he puts uh, pizza in his pocket. Now, it's, now it turns to Shabbos, and he was stationary. And he picked up from a stationary position on Shabbos, he brought them outside as it already had become Shabbos. So Chayev, he is Chayev, says the Brisa. Now why is he Chayev? Because his body moving is not the same as his hand moving. Meaning to say like this, even though he did picking up and putting in his pocket before Shabbos started, since it was in his pocket before Shabbos and Shabbos already occurred, now that he's stationary in private domain, picking up from that is a new Akira, going outside and putting it down is an Akira and a Hanukh outside, which would make him Chayiv. Why? It's not the same as your hand, says the Brisa, where the hand stretched inside, you put it inside, pulling the hand back is not considered an Akira that you're doing personally. The Balabai said, Akira, you did the Hanukh, and therefore you're not Chayiv. Now one final point before we finish for the day. Taisus points out, and this is, it makes sense also, this would only be true where he was stationary inside. But let's say the situation was that the second before Shabbos started, he was in Rishos HaYachit and he started walking outside. Now when Shabbos hits, he's already in the motion of going outside. You can't call that Akira's Gufo, moving his body is like Akira's Chefetz, because he's already in the motion of moving. So it would have to be, in order to be Chayev, there was something in his pocket, he was holding something, he was stationary, Shabbos started, and then he moved his body outside. That would be like an Akira, and you'll be chayv if you do the Hanukkah outside as well. Fascinating Chiddush. All right, we'll stop here at the two dots towards the top of Gimel with Bez, and we'll pick up tomorrow with Gimel Amud Bez, Bez Hashem. Have a great day.